prayed in. Lord Jesus, good morning. Thank you for this Friday, and thank you for the week that you've blessed us with. Again, we come to you humbly and ask for you to help us uh, remove distractions this morning um, as we're about to enter our, our work day, our final work day of the week, and just ask you to recalibrate us to focus on you and what's important in you and your kingdom. And again, I thank you for Darren's um, leadership and his willingness to, to continue to uh, invest in us. And I ask your Holy Spirit to speak through him and to bless him in his marriage and his relationship with his kids and his business. In Jesus' name, amen. Darren Myers, good morning. Thank you. Good morning. Thanks, Jerry. Good morning, tribe. Um, you guys probably know me enough by now through these calls that I usually follow where the spirit leads and whatever God's put on my heart or is stuck in my brain. I usually follow that and share it with you guys. And uh, this morning's not any different. Um, so I'm just going to get into it this morning and uh, yeah. we'll kind of figure out where he's got me lately. Mm -hmm. So the phrase, take it to the bank is, uh, commonly used and the, and the meaning is this it's it's something that's known for sure to be true mm -hmm. and it's it's something that someone is saying that that can be verified that we know is fact it's it's like being assured by a third party and the, and the phrase comes from this it's like a check that you can take to the bank to be cast assured that it will not bounce that's mm -hmm. what the phrase take it to the bank means you can take it as truth so with everything going on in 2020, I've actually found myself in the past few months saying to others on occasion, I just don't know what to believe. Now, I'm not talking about my faith. I'm talking about trying to understand and make sense of all these recent events and circumstances and yeah. trying to figure out what is fact and what is not is difficult. And it's darn near impossible sometimes, especially now. You know, the experts don't even seem to agree and they often contradict each other often and the other day i had lunch with jerry and james and rob kennedy and at one point we were talking about being influencers mm -hmm. about how important it is for more mature christians to pour into the lives of new christians and later on when i returned to my office i began to consider the relationship that i, that I have with many young people and some of those are through church and some mutual friends or family or through the boxing club that I'm a trainer at. Often young people will come to me for advice and that sometimes that's spiritual and sometimes it's just practical or to get my opinion. But lately when it comes to talking about everything going on in the world, I, I often find myself at a loss for words, which mm. my wife would say is not easy <laughs> to have happen. Frankly, I, I just don't know about all of this, and I suspect that many of you don't either. Mm -hmm. This got me to thinking about mentor and mentee relationships in the Bible, and the Apostle Paul came quickly to mind. Mm -hmm. The Apostle Paul wrote four letters to uh, individuals, one to Philemon, one to Titus, and two to Timothy. In the three letters written to the young evangelist, Timothy and Titus, Paul used a slogan of sorts, which was this, the saying is trustworthy. Mm. In the King James, the phrase says, this is a true saying. He meant that what he was about to write or say was unequivocally true. 
It was a fact. In other words, you can take this to the bank. Hmm. Paul uses the slogan or phrase, the saying is trustworthy, five times in First and Second Timothy and in Titus. However, it's found nowhere else in the New Testament, not even in any of Paul's other epistles. And I find it interesting and meaningful that Paul chose to stress to these young men certain truths and words of encouragement that he wanted them to take to heart. He was giving them his best advice for ministering to their congregations, and he took seriously his role as their spiritual father. Now, this morning, I'd like to read each of these statements and remind us of these nuggets of wisdom that Paul felt necessary to share and specifically trust to them and to us. Mm-hmm. So in 1 Timothy 1.15, it reads, The saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the foremost. So Paul wanted Timothy to remember by this statement the, the fundamental truth that Jesus came to this earth in order to offer everyone salvation from sin. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and nobody comes to the Father except through him, Timothy. And you can take that to the bank. It's mm. good. First Timothy 3.1 reads, The saying is trustworthy. If anyone aspires to the office of overseer or elder, he desires a noble task. Paul encouraged Timothy to stay in Ephesus and appoint elders in the church. He even goes on to give him a list of traits that such a man should possess in order to become an elder. He is reminding Timothy that he does not have to lead alone. It's as if Paul is saying, Timothy, my son, there will be some men who will desire to become a leader in the church. This is a high calling. Respect them for it. And if they are of godly character, welcome and accept them. 1 Timothy 4, 9 and 10 reads, The saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance. For to this end we toil and strive, because we have our hope set on the living God, who is the Savior of all people, especially of those who believe. Now by this time, Paul has already seen his share of trials and tribulations, and as he says elsewhere, He has worked his butt off so that others would come to know Jesus. And he feels it necessary here to emphasize to Timothy that the reason that they work so diligently is because their hope is in a living God who is their Savior. And Paul wants him to know that they don't work to earn the praise of men or the favor of God, but because they have a hope in a gracious and loving God. In 2 Timothy 2, 11 through 13, Paul writes, The saying is trustworthy. If we have died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. So here Paul gives Timothy both encouragement and warning in the form of some conditional statements. If we die, we will live. If we persevere until the end, we will reign with him. However, if we deny him, he will deny us. If we lose our faith, he won't lose his faith because that's just not who he is, and he can't be anyone else. 
because God is faithful. Hmm. What a reminder for Timothy, right? God mm -hmm. is faithful. Yeah. Remember, he was a young man going into a new church, and uh, Paul often talks about this need for him to uh, do his job and to influence those people, even though they might think they know more or even though they might be older. And he told them to take courage, even though he was a young man. And then in Titus 3.8, Paul writes again, the saying is trustworthy, and I want you to insist on these things so that those who have believed in God may be careful to devote themselves to good works. These things are excellent and profitable for people. So Paul's telling Titus rather plainly that those who believe in God should be doing good works, not just every now and then or when they feel like it, but constantly. They should devote themselves to doing good works or good deeds, as some translations say. It is awesome and beneficial to others when the people of God are doing good deeds. It's as Zoe says, and that, dear Titus, you can take to the bank. All of Paul's five statements were true then, just as they are now. They were intended to be accepted by Timothy and Titus and the believers in their congregations and even to us today. So in summary, the five statements are, we are all sinners and Jesus alone offers salvation. If a man desires to use his gifting to be an elder, he is answering to a higher calling. Believers should work because their hope is in a living God who has saved them. If we die in Christ, we will live. If we endure, we will reign. If we deny him, we will be denied. If we lose our faith, rest assured, God will remain faithful. Hmm. And the last one, if you are a believer in Christ, then you should devote yourself to doing good works. The benefits are excellent and profitable for others. So good. You know, why, why those statements are indeed true and useful for all of us, it's also worth mentioning that Paul felt compelled to emphasize strongly to these young men what was of utmost importance to him. It shows how much he loved them, and that's what really resonates with me. Consider for a moment those quality times that you spend with other believers especially those who are newer to the faith or significantly younger than you. Ask yourself these questions as I have. Do you love them enough to tell them the truth? Do you encourage them and warn them when necessary? Have you taken the time to make sure they understand the basics of the gospel message, the hope on which their salvation stands? Mm -hmm. And I came to this realization, which is I may not have all the answers when it comes to COVID-19, racism, social unrest, or politics, but I do know the truth found in Jesus Christ. And that, my friends, we can take to the bank. That's what I got for you, brother. That's good. That's good. Well, I've got a couple notes that I want to run past you there. <laughs> and I, I, I do, I love that saying, you know, take it to the bank to be true and it leaders again that are um, that are on this call or will, will listen later one of the things that they have done is they've led in a way that they've become predictable like mm. solid and trustworthy and I think that's a great reminder um, and you know young guys uh, a friend of mine Brandon's on the call right now and he's mm -hmm. he 
he works in a business and he's, he's starting a side business and he knows that, you know, in business, like, you know, do what you say, 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 say commit to what you're going to do and then follow through and do what you said you're going to do and be trustworthy um, is great for your leadership and great for business. And it's a, again, a good reminder for me this morning that the Lord can be trusted. Mm. Uh, and I love, I love the mentor mentee relationships, uh, Darren. And, and one of the things that we experience with PSP and, and the, these leaders is it's a mutual mentorship, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And some of us that have met face to face, um, feel that way. And, and as we do meet face to face or as we get to know each other, it's a mutual mentorship. It's a give and it's a take. Um, and I love that. And finally, the note that I have stars around is God is faithful. And mm -hmm. that's a great, uh, that's a great reminder as we finish this week. Strong. Well, two things, two things you said there come to mind. I, I believe the, the old phrase, my granddad even used it is, uh, do what you say and say what you mean. Yeah. And Paul is certainly a great example of that. And Absolutely. the other one is, is when we have lengthy conversations, sometimes we can go down rabbit holes and we wind up giving opinion or conjecture or talking, sometimes just talking about things that quite frankly don't matter. And this is a reminder to me and maybe to some of you that uh, it's never wrong to talk about spiritual truth. It's what people benefit from the most. Amen. Amen, my friend. Pray us into the rest of our Friday, if you would. All right. Lord Father, we just uh, offer everything we say and do during these times um, every weekday morning to you. We ask you to bless it. Uh, we ask you to pour your spirit upon those who uh, prepare in the future. I thank you for those who have been faithful to this call. Um, and I thank you for those that are even new. I welcome them and uh, hope that they benefit from uh, the wisdom that you share through us. Lord, I ask a, a blessing on Jerry this day, that you would make his day uh, less stressful, that he would have a clarity about him today and the presence of your spirit through all things. And I pray for each person on this call, and I ask for the same for them. And I pray all this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well done, my friend. Have a great weekend. Love you, buddy. All right. Love you.